0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Come on, recording it, it's just going around and around.
0: Oh, mine says it's recorded.
1: Does it? Yeah. Hello and welcome to another Match Day Edition of the Leeds podcast. I'm Paul and today I'm joined by Andy. Hello there, Paul. Hello, Andy. Uh, in episode 101, we're discussing our away fixture with a team who play in a kit that looks like Dalmatians. No, they don't. All right, stripes, not spots, but... It's, it's like a I zebra. Thought. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, that was awful. Apologies straight away. Coming up, we'll discuss our head-to-head record, team lineup, thoughts, give our predictions for the game. And then, as always, afterwards, come rain, shine or utter disgrace, we'll be back to have a chat after the game.
0: I, I, it's six o'clock on a
1: Tuesday night. They, I ain't got a bloody clue if I'm coming or going. It's bizarre. I wasn't certain to do a pre-match uh, chat for this one. Just, be, I mean, I think the last one was a six o'clock game as well. I was in Banjul Airport, so it's uh, difficult to uh, remember exactly what time zone it was. But um, yeah, funny one. It's also funny to be playing them so quickly when we haven't actually completed our first full round of fixtures. But is this, us,
0: there, this no, is us first chance? This
1: is us first chance for a double, isn't it? Uh, it? it is our first chance for a double. There's all kinds of stats going around about this game, and something has got to give. But I'll tell you what. I'll give you first of all. I'll give you the head-to-head uh, stats. And last time listening from my uh, trip to the Gambia, I uh, heard uh, heard some interesting facts around the head-to-head on the old research. But I'll give you it definitively. We have one thirty-eight drawn 18 and lost 39. Oh, and no! Yeah, well, it's a chance for an equaliser in that respect. Last time out, we played them in December, and we scored five beautiful goals, including a Jack Harrison special, as we ac- accelerated away in the final stages of the game. Pablo had a big influence, came... I think there's something like he had more assists in five minutes than that Kai Havertz had done all season for Chelsea. Um, But, you know, we won 5-2 that day, then got battered uh, (laughs) a few days later by a slightly bigger scoreline. Yeah, it's only a few games ago. Newcastle haven't won since then. We haven't won. We haven't scored this year. We've lost three games. We've had a bit of a break. They've been playing Saturday, Tuesday. Something has got to give tonight... So the team news is in because we recorded just before kickoff. Um, Andy, um, are you you familiar with the starting lineup?
0: Yeah, I am, yeah. I, uh, I'm a bit excited by it. I'm, I understand why Click isn't playing, but I'll let you run through it and then we can talk about that.
1: So we've got Melier come back in, which I think will please a lot of people. Um, ailing back to right-back, which will please an awful lot of people. Cooper Lorente starting together for the first time, I believe, because last time it was actually Cock who played and got injured and went off early doors. So they didn't start together. And then the left, well, I'll say left back. The three who may play are in the left hand defensive area of the pitch is Janny Alioski with Calvin Phillips coming back in as well. And you've then got Dallas, Rodrigo, Raf it's with. This and not saying click because that's an easy go to. Normally, it's been so easy to go to for so long. Um Harrison, Rafinha,
0: Bamford. Yeah, so we, we clicked up playing. I, I kind of get it. He looks absolutely gassed, poor lad. He's been unbelievable. He's been such a servant these last two and a half years. He looks a bit out of puff, and he's also one yellow card off a of, off a of suspension in it. So. I can kind of stomach it, let him have a rest. Do you think that influenced the
1: way in which he's played? Do you think he's played within himself at all in these last few games or is it an
0: attitude problem? No, I think he's just absolutely gassed. Are you believing that's a burnout? Yeah, I, I think the way he plays. If you look, I think this Innocent Mad-like he's covered the most amount of ground in the Premier League of all time ever. What?
1: What do you say? He's covered the most amount of, of ground in the Premier League ever?
0: Yeah, and he's only been in it for like a half a... No, just ever. He's only been in it for ever. half a season. Fair enough. Give him a rest. Fair enough. And I've done my stats on that. That's true. No, but he's, uh, he's just tired, isn't he? Um, I think he's one hell of a player for Leeds United. And I, I look forward to him returning to full form and full fitness. Look, maybe if he comes off the bench, he might have his nose part, he might go off the bench and score a click, click, boom, like we used to love seeing him do.
1: Well, he can be set up for those kind of things, can't he? And uh, Pablo Hernandez as well, obviously um, had a big influence on the game last time, isn't starting again. Do you think he should be closer to to a start or are you happy with the way we'd line up at the front end of the pitch?
0: I'm happy with how we'd line up at the front end of the pitch at the minute. I love Pablo, but when he's been in the Premier League so far, He's looked a little bit off the pace. We've so been playing against poorer teams, like opposition tonight. Hopefully, that doesn't bite me in the ass. Uh, he's just looked frightening, like he does in in the lower league, but it's a little bit slower. He can slow it down and dictate. At the moment, we are rapid up top.
1: Opposition. I've been on the forum, and it's it's really, really strange. It's really strange because they want to lose.
0: I'm absolutely fine with that. And the, the
1: this is um, you know someone. Had a manager in the past. I'm not going to name one because there's several where people had uh, lost faith in the manager. You go on an internet forum and someone said, "I want us to lose. I need him to lose his job." In a Leeds forum, everyone'd get right on that person's back and go, "You never bet against Leeds. You never want us to lose. Like you never get that situation." Whereas in this circumstance, no one's called these guys out on it. They're all just like, "Yeah, nil three. Hopefully, they'll run all over us. And surely, no way we can match their energy." And he wasn't even. (laughs) Saying it like um, nil three, hopefully. Can't, I, I'm not even going to start. Accent game is gone. Leave that to better people. We see as a dog. If Bruce Flukes, are win here. <laughs> uh, there's a slight chance to save Bruce here, but if not, it'll be more of the same. See as a dog. Beans in that cup. Yeah. So um, they're very pessimistic. They've been on a very poor run. It's all of those kind of things. They haven't won since they played us. Um, They've had an alarming slide down the table. Um, they're winless in eight league matches, drawing twice and losing six. Um, they've lost four in a row. They lost to Sheffield United. This is, uh, again, I've seen this stat a few places. Steve Bruce has never lost a home league match against Leeds as a manager. He's won five and drawn twice, and that's his best run against any team. I don't think there's any magic in that. I think those kind of things are quirks rather than rather than trends. But, And I will believe that if you bring that back to me at the end and go, why did you
0: say that? This has got leads that written all over it, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, because it does. Um, it's everything about it. This is the kind of game we should go and have a real go at. Similar to the West Brom game, they were in a certain moment, Newcastle a certain moment, and... Like, if we're perfectly honest, our form's been up and down all season. I know we've lost three in a row, one of which being the cup game. But we can categorically blame the pitch for our home defeat. Now that they've they replaced it, because it's a fact, isn't it? Uh, Before we tried to not say, "Oh, it's the pitch; you can't use excuses." Well, we dug it up, spent like three hundred grand on a new one. So there's something in the fact that we weren't happy with the pitch. Hopefully, get up northeast; it's a good track for going on. They'll be out of confidence. I don't like... Uh, do you remember when we spoke to Calvin Phillips? Oh, yeah. Well, he said that if they do lose a game, they just focus on winning the next game. And I, I honestly believe that about the mentality of the squad. So I, I don't I don't think our form ever really counts for that much.
0: Isn't it meant to be snowing up there?
1: Is it snowing right now up in Newcastle? I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the weatherman, aren't you? Ooh. A little bit light rain, two degrees, uh, cloudy. Yeah, so it will it's due to rain throughout, so it'll make should make the surface zippy, a few straight passes. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one. Six o'clock kickoffs. I'm not I'm not about that really. That's that's not something I'm that into.
0: Yeah, like I'm, I'm currently sat here getting work calls from my boss. I am still working.
1: Ignore like, him. Go on there. Did you think um that they would have been tempted to stick Andy Carroll on from the start to have that I mean, they've got tall players elsewhere, but did you think that they may have gone for Andy Carroll so that they could be tossing in those balls into the... Uh...
0: Absolutely. I said this last time, If uh, last podcast, I was texting my debate mate all the way through. And at 2-all, just before we scored the third, I texted him saying, bring Andy Carroll and get a corner and it's yours. Because that's the yeah. state of play we are at at that point in time. He started with Andy Carroll against us. But, but look, Laurenti could be the best bastard defender on planet for all we know. We just don't know yet. Let's see how he goes tonight. He must be ready.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, thanks to our mate El Loco Joe on Twitter who has pointed out to us... Love you. ..that the referee for tonight is, for the fourth time this season, Tony Taylor of Altrin. Oh! uh, Do you know
0: what? I saw this and poor Joe got absolutely hammered on Twitter for telling people the facts. Leave her alone. She's bloody class.
1: Tony Taylor's given uh, two penalties against us in the previous three games so far this season... Soften and all, an one of them, I reckon. The last game was that 6-2 at the old toilet. So we'll see how we get on. With VAR, I'm thinking that nothing surely can go wrong, can it? So I'll tell you what. I'm going to tell you my prediction straight up. 3-1 leads. Um, I think we're going to get back into our groove. I'm hoping that... <laughs> yeah, hoping being the key word. I just think that the rest and the time to regroup with a clear focus on this game... Um, will have given us a chance to come and really fire out the traps I think they'll be ready they'll be busting to go tonight um, whereas the Newcastle players will have that little bit of fear that's surrounding the results surrounding their run surrounding their record even the like the form guide over wider than the three games that we've been uh, subpar powering and, and again I enjoyed the Tottenham game don't know if I mentioned it but it's time to start scoring. The last game was the first game under Bielsa that Bamford hasn't had a shot in. That's interesting. Wow. To tonight. What's your prediction?
0: Uh, I'm similar to you. I'm I'm going 3-0 though. I don't think they'll score. I think we'll shut them out. I think they've got some dangerous players. Um, But I think you're right. We need to get back on a winning path, winning formula and play some decent attacking football that we know we can. And we have to do that tonight. So I'm, I'm going to back the lads. We look like we're pretty much at as strong as you can get if you drop click back in with cock being out at the minute. Yeah, I think we'll do all right. I fancy it's 3-0. What's your word? Excited.
1: I'm excited again. And I, I may be boring that that continues to happen, but it's been a while, hasn't it? We've had 10 off. off. Um, it was nice to have a weekend where you knew that Leeds weren't going to lose, um, but it's it's game time now. So I'm excited to, to sit down, try and, Ignore bedtime duties uh, for a two-year-old as best I can, whilst hoping that she doesn't tell me, "Daddy, not watch football." Yeah, Daddy does watch football tonight. I'm afraid I might. Even, I'm even thinking about faking going out and leaving the front door, coming back in the side door, and going up and watching upstairs, so she thinks I'm not in the house.
0: Classic parenting, that mate. Sounds like top parenting skills.
1: There is another adult in the house to do the parenting, so it's all good.
0: What's your word? Mine's howie because we're playing the Toon Army and at the moment, we're playing better how than we are at home. <laughs> Say that again. I don't know why I went to Spain for a minute there. <laughs> a little how quick weird. trip to Spain. But no, I, I, yeah, I think at the minute we're playing better on the road. I think I pointed out last time that I wasn't too bothered about the pitch. Brian has played that pitch and played too it well. So I'm not using that as an excuse, but home this year hasn't been a happy hunting ground so far. I know we've obviously lost I lost two away before that, but in general, our away form's been all right. So, yeah, how are you?
1: Well, enjoy the game, and we will be back afterwards. Come on, you mighty whites. Right, we're back for the second half of this Leeds United fixture against Newcastle and it finished Newcastle United 1 Leeds United 2 Andy how are you doing? I think I've aged
0: oh it was tense those last kind of 20-30 minutes when they brought on that said Maximan were frightening they they were going straight out, but we showed some resilience which was fantastic we played very well today we
1: won in a different kind of way I don't think we've won like that this season because even the Everton game, I suppose, but even then the the kind of pressure was different. The, the Burnley game, though, kind of ebbed and flowed all game, and
0: and we didn't really get going in the Burnley game today. We could have we could have scored probably three or four. Yeah, going through
1: it, that first half was so stop start with the injuries. I mean, you were you were good to do, weren't you, Lorente down in the first five minutes?
0: Yeah, I was really looking forward to seeing him play, and he didn't really get a chance to do anything, Paul. lad did it he carried it out all right once I think but he didn't really have anything to do because as you say the first 15 minutes until we scored were really stop start weren't it it just
1: feels at the moment as though it isn't like it isn't going to happen for him and I know that that's ridiculous but it's just just because he's had all these false starts like I saw somebody in our group chat who can remain nameless for this sake saying I hope we uh, kept the gift receipt oh James yeah that's the one (laughs) I've seen that nearest bus and you've just chucked him under it.
0: But fair enough. It was funny, to be fair. It, it, it makes a point because 80 million quid is a big bit of cash, in it? But that it, it, it does look a player from the little tiny glimpses that I've seen from him this season. The game for Spain against Portugal when he had that Cristiano Ronaldo fellow in his back pocket, it looked unbelievable. When that ball broke to... Uh...
1: When, when we nicked it off them and charged forwards, you thought, we've got four on two or whatever it is here, we have to score. Bamford picked the wrong pass, sent Rodrigo down. <laughs> then Rodrigo's kept his composure, laid it back and as soon as Rafinha hit that, you knew it was going in.
0: Yeah, I, I want to chat about Bamford, if that's all right, if we can for a minute. I'll afford you a minute to talk about our number nine. So I... You know my thoughts on Patrick Bamford. I think he's been absolutely fantastic this season. He's been brilliant. Today, he was so far off the races. It was so uncharacteristic of him. He didn't look confident. He ran a fair bit, but he couldn't control the ball as well as he normally could. He couldn't pass the ball. He was sloppy in possession. And I wasn't shocked to see him come off for Roberts. I thought Roberts did well when he came on. But I'd like to see Rodrigo pushed up top and and Roberts sitting behind, you know what I mean? But having said that, Rodrigo was unbelievable in that Pablo attacking midfield role, wasn't he? But yeah, I'm sad to see Bamford have a poor game by his very high standards.
1: I think someone compared his stats from the first 10 games to the next nine, or it, it, probably it was the first nine and the next nine prior to today. And um, he hit the ground running. He's done so well. And I, you know, we'll stick by him and you know that the. You know that he's going to come good. Sorry, there may be a bit of background noise. It's not a peacock. It's a overexcited two-year-old who uh, got to watch more of the match than... Uh...
0: Is she a Leeds fan?
1: Uh, she, uh, yeah, ultimately. Well,
0: well she is a
1: peacock then, mate. It's absolutely fine. She's been put on mute. That sounded a bit harsh. Her mum's gone
0: to see her. <laughs> Do you know what, though, mate? Paddy Bamford leads that in himself. He uh, As soon as he said... I'm gonna go for golden boot, why not? Paul had Paul couldn't hit a cow's ass for your banjo, could he? No, but
1: it but this is um familiar of Patrick Bamford's entire I think career, but certainly his night career, he he has these patches where he goes without a goal and then he will have a purple patch. And it's hopefully it'll start at the weekend. Um, I hope
0: so I hope so, mate. I think he's I love him. I love Pat Bamford, but he's just had a shocker today, it?
1: how beautiful is our football when we're in our full fleet, free flowing, free flowing best.
0: Well oh, mate, it's it's outstanding. It's, it's it's fantastic to watch. Rodrigo and Rafinha today. They're making me just miss being in grounds even more. I, I didn't say it in the first half, but Newcastle's with them grounds that I love going to. I love the city, the stadium's big, it's noisy. It's fairly hostile and it's one of them places as a fan you can't wait to get to, it, even if you have a heart attack by the time we've walked up nine million bastard stairs.
1: I've been three times to St James's Park and it's never been to see Leeds playing a competitive fixture. I've went to see us playing a friendly against Newcastle. I went to see Newcastle play Swansea and I went to Magic. Thank, Weekend. Thank
0: Why did you go watch Newcastle Swansea? Uh
1: that that's the last Premier League game I went to. Two thousand and fourteen. But why? I got offered a ticket. Yeah, but when was a mate up to Newcastle, had a good day out in Newcastle. You could have had a good day out of Newcastle without going to what's Newcastle? Well, as it stands, you're right about everything. It's a big imposing ground. And I, I wonder not for too long, but I wonder if uh, Newcastle are a team that are really suffering without the fans.
0: I think they're suffering 'cause they've got poor ownership and poor management.
1: Yeah, well, those fans who were wishing on a, a defeat in the first half uh, that we spoke about got what they wanted. But the, I mean, they've got some talented players, haven't they?
0: Yeah, but look, they came on strong in the second half, but we gave them that goal. I think it was Bamford who actually.
1: Oh, it was poor. That I was, I was livid at the time.
0: And it, don't get me wrong, it was a good goal. Millier's nearly kept it out. Yeah. But we, we pretty much gifted them that one. And then we obviously scored a worldie with Jack Harrison. Yeah. And after that, they just turned into absolute like, magmen going absolutely at it yeah. and went for a fair few good saves. Now I know I said that we could have scored three or four. I do believe that. We only had five shots on target. But the chances that we were creating, if Rafinha hadn't hit the post and actually squared it to Pat, it was two yards out, it, that would have been two 0 probably murder she wrote game over, wouldn't it? That would that
1: would have been done and dusted. Yeah, we've had a not the greatest amount of clear-cut chances. There was that ball over where Harrison had missed it in the first half where he had that volley where I think a commentator said it was harder to do what he did, which is true. Yeah, But but then um, Rafinha's ball over to him and then you know what kind of a touch you're going to get from Harrison. And I had it with there was no crowd noise kind of thing and he just kind of volleyed it in and it looked like what you're watching under-23s game or a reserve game they all just kind of stopped and walked off and that was that and it was like you'd have been going absolutely mental if you are in the ground
0: I, I just want to actually see Rodrigo and Rafinha in the flesh playing for Leeds United That's Do you think they're like, our future? I really hope so mate I, especially Rafinha I think Rodrigo's 29 isn't it um, so I think we'll probably get the twilight of his career some really nice bits um, I think that little sitting in behind role is going to suit him brilliant going forward but he's he's shown something to that I've not seen from him for a while and that's a set of lungs he was running everywhere normally he looks knackered and goes off and he's swapping for pubs. but he were, he were everywhere tonight but I, I, the, the thing that concerns me about Rafinha is I just really hope we're not a stopgap because if you look at him he was in Champions League team when he signed for us and he's come to us we need to make sure that if we are serious with this uh, investment from the 49ers that we are going to start getting up into the European spots and playing gritty and playing well and uh, winning where it counts because I'd love to see him carry leads on for years and years and years to come. He's an absolute wizard, isn't
1: he? Yeah, and it's it's another one of we've, we've said it so many times but I've seen Matthew say you hope that Rafinha isn't just a player who feels like he's passing through the club because he's, he's that good. Our issue in the last Fifteen years has been when a player looks like they're progressing beyond you. They're off to the Premier League, and we're in League One or the Championship. He's at a level where you go, he's going to need top-class European football because he's he's absolute phenomenal. So we want our progression to match his ambition at the, at the same kind of rate. And uh, yeah, I think I've uh, been asked today to do a halftime report for uh, for BT a thirty-second clip to summarize what I think, after the first 19 games. And you'd say, I- I absolutely chuffed. Absolutely chuffed to have this amount of points. If we we obviously want to improve in the second half of the season, if you improve, we're going to we're gonna finish top half, which would be an amazing achievement. Um, where we're at is totally fair income for this season. We've done the double in the Premier League, haven't we?
0: Fair income, mate. We've, uh, do you know what we have got, though? We've got a really tough set of fixtures coming up. But none of them are easy in the Premier League, are they? I know it's a massive old cliche, but Newcastle today in that second half, they were looking seriously dangerous and they're a poor team who can't buy a win, aren't they?
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, Steve Bruce has just said that's the best we've played in weeks. It's good. Um, A lot of guff around putting players on that he hasn't been able... Sounds like he's making his excuses. I played players that weren't able to play together before. We had twenty odd shots at the bar, and then he says, "Biel says in broken English was complimentary about my team. He thought we deserved more, but of course, I'd agree with him. I think across the uh, two games, six points is pretty fair for Leeds
0: because we've uh, seven three. Fair yeah, we've, we've absolutely cleaned them up, haven't we?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely absolutely chuffed with that because it was nerve wracking, and uh, the game had a bit, a little bit of everything, didn't it? The first half was stop start, bit of class pretty dire second half we've been sloppy it was, it was like our season in a kind of in a game you we had a bit of all of the things that leads to injuries poor defending absolute class goals and finishes bit of bit of absolutely all sorts in there
0: I, I agree there's a few players that had a couple of poor ropey decisions and there were by end of it I think there were three or four absolutely quality players on the pitch and luckily the two of them played for Leeds. Um, two things I want to touch on now. Stuart Dallas, hand of down that handball goal. Yeah, I mean,
1: the commentators say that he's from Leeds again. I'm and that's, did. that's the
0: other thing I wanted to touch on. I'm, he's I'm double not sure. down on that, he? He can't do social media. Oh, God, it's not really that hard, is it? All you've got to do is do your research. When you speak to BT next, have a word and say, Stuart Dallas, not from Leeds. I'm glad he's in Leeds now, but he is definitely the cooksdown Café, isn't
1: he? I'll get a memo passed to him. Yeah, that handball goal, though. I was like, it's gone. It's over the line. It's over the line. The handball's like, are we getting a penalty? No, Stuart Dallas has managed to scoop it and <laughs> hit up the bar. Oh, dear me.
0: I thought Jenny Elias to a good game until he got hooked. He got hooked for his yellow card, basically, did
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're skirting round it. I assume you're going to arrive at the fact that eventually your man of the match is Rafinha.
0: Oh yeah, it's an absolute no-brainer. Rodrigo was outstanding too, in my opinion, but Rafinha were just a cut above. Until the centre-maximum came on, I didn't see anybody else causing any kind of real excitement on the pitch. Fabian Share, they've got centre-half, was all right when he ran forward, but Rafinha was just a cut above. Uh, Waxy, lyrical, mate, It's I just hope I uh, get to see him in the flesh.
1: That is a terrifying prospect isn't it that we could have signed someone who's that good that we stay up this season don't get allowed to go to a Premier League game and sell him before we're ever allowed to watch him. That would be a Leeds that.
0: Yeah and he goes on to bloody Ballon d'Or or or something.
1: (laughs) We'll always have that YouTube reel of his goal at West Brom away in Everton.
0: (laughs) Mate he's got absolute class. I mean he just, every time he had the ball, he just can get himself out of any situation, can't he? He's, How have we signed him for that amount of money? How it, has it happened? It's just the power of Leeds United, mate, and long may that continue.
1: Absolutely. Well, uh, as it stands at the halfway point, and not everybody's quite at halfway, we are on 26 points, Fulham are on 12 points, and they're in the last relegation place. They're five points adrift of Brighton, who they do have a game in hand on. Uh, but West Brom are like West Brom are losing to Man City at the moment, but it's a healthy gap to have at halfway point in the season. Everybody would have taken this. Everybody would have.
0: It's Brighton, Fulham, Brighton, Fulham tomorrow,
1: though, isn't it? Wow, someone's dropping points there. That's my prediction. Yeah, Brighton win that, and it's a it's a bit of a gap. I don't think we've got enough points on the board yet we're a handful of victories out of, you know, what do we need? Five more wins. That's it. Anyway, I didn't say my man of the match. You're right. It's Rafinha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've enjoyed that tonight. It was, uh, it's, it's nice to. Um,
0: enjoyed is a strong word. It was stressful towards like, the end.
1: Yeah. But I could sit back now and say, I've enjoyed it because we're grinners, aren't we? Oh, you
0: mate. Know? Winners are grinners. And do you know what? You could watch it back now and, if you look at it pragmatically, there's only a couple of shots that actually worried you. To say they had 22 or whatever it was, there's only a couple that actually put the frighteners up, weren't there?
1: Well, I'm going to go through this again and say exactly what you said last time and before the thing. The amount of set pieces they were getting and whipping into dangerous positions and our set piece record. How on earth do you not stick Andy Carroll on?
0: It's absurd, isn't it? Mate, it's, yeah, Steve Bruce, uh, not exactly a tactical genius, is he?
1: No, but you're right. The the uh, fixtures do come thick and fast, and we're gonna we're, we're playing Leicester, who we lost to, Everton, who we beat, Palace, we lost to, Arsenal, who we should have beat but managed to somehow not do, Wolves, who we lost to, and then Villa. That's all before the end of February. So you know, tough fixtures, mixed bag of. If we match the points that we got from the previous start, uh, first half of the season, we'd get 52. Seven. Seven points for well, yeah. If we doubled uh, for the whole thing, but across those games, so you know it's exciting. I'm hoping that Lorente was a precautionary thing. It didn't look good. He locked out. did it. Ferrari's back in training. We're gonna need some. We're gonna need some players. Don't look like we're gonna sign anybody. That like for a first half of a return campaign, I think we should be uh, pretty pleased with that.
0: Oh, definitely. I, I I would like to see some competition for Patrick Bamford coming.
1: That's perfectly reasonable. It's not going to happen.
0: No, no. I, I'm aware, <laughs> but I would like to see it.
1: I think we we, we thought we'd get that last January. I think that's scarred us for, for life. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
0: Well, anyway, what's your final word, Paul?
1: Chuffed because we found a way again. And you're right. We did find a way with, with the Burnley game. So it has happened this season. But um, when our backs were against the walls in that, in the in that, sort of spell I thought it was either going to finish 2-2 or we'd go on and nick one for 3-1 finishing the game 2-1 it was impressive it was it was uh, I mean it was terrifying but did you see them all collapse at the end like yeah I mean they put so much into it so I'm chuffed to have that that three points chuffed to do a double chuffed to break the Steve Bruce home fixture hoodoo and uh, just ready to give it a good go on Sunday against Leicester
0: My word is character because I think we need to show some more character. We did all right today, but I think we rode us luck a bit. There were a couple of sloppy errors that some games in the Premier League against more confident and better opposition would have cost us today. We might not have been grinning. So although I absolutely bloody loved it, I'm absolutely delighted with the three points. I just think we need to show a little bit more character. And I think now we've got this win, it might breed a little bit of confidence to uh, to show some more character in 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 games going forward.
1: Uh, it's been great chatting, mate. And I will, uh, we'll be back with a Leicester pod and hopefully a better result than last time. And let's see, that's what we need for the second half of the season. Let's show some people that we can learn some of the lessons from some of those games where it just didn't happen.
0: Well, Leicester, again, I go back to it, it were a couple of really crap decisions and individual errors, weren't it? Um, the good thing that we've got going for us this time is there's no Jamie Vardy playing for them so that's a big big bonus
1: it is but they're a, they're a top top outfit so let's, let's see if has done his homework and shows people that he can uh, switch things up and fingers crossed we come out of that game with, uh, with a positive result speak soon
0: Network.